Okay. We're is recording. This... Okay, cool. We're on. I'm, try- I'm hoping this is a good distance for my microphone. I think it is. Okay. You look- your levels are reaching higher than they were. Yeah. Yesterday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, perfect. Sorry, guys. We're still working out audio kinks, but yeah, I, I love this method, even though it's had a few kinks, so... I like the way we sound. <laughs> yes. It sounds much cleaner mm-hmm. than it did with um, z- just Zoom alone. Just Zoom. So. Yeah. All right. So, uh, hi. Welcome to Dizzy for Dizzy. I'm Kristen. I'm Ashley. And we're recording by Unleashed Volume 9 uh, today. Today for us is Tuesday. You guys will be hearing this on Thursday. But I'm proud of us because <laughs> we're getting two episodes to you guys on time this week, like they're each, they were each released the day before the newest episode is set to air. So I know we haven't been doing that lately, so nope, this is definitely better. Yeah, it's just been hey, we recorded it. Here's the episode at ten thirty three p.m. or four thirty three in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, but you guys don't seem to mind. So, uh, so anyways, yes, so. Uh, we, it's like we had a theme with our DZs this week because we have angst and birthdays happening in... I know. That's so funny. In angst, both of them. Angst right at the end. Uh-huh, yes. Angst right at the end. And birthdays, uh, surprise birthdays. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. both with very different things happening. So... Yeah. Um, and Moran pointed out to like literally like 10 minutes before we started recording, um, there's also some lemon squeezing that happens in this DZ as well this week. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh-huh. I was like, what the heck? I was like, where is the lemon? Okay. Yes, yep. that's right. So how funny. So lemons and birthdays and angst is the DZ theme. Uh, at least at Dizzy for Dizzy this week. So wouldn't that be so funny if they like planned it and it was all part of the plan uh-huh. that Aisha and Osley <laughs> were like getting together. They're like having they're, like, okay, so this week we're each going to do <laughs> a birthday. Let's incorporate some lemon uh-huh. and, and, then, and let's then make let's, sure the end is super angsty. And then let's sit back and watch Twitter go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and watch everybody lose their dang minds. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, anyways, so um, yeah, I don't think I have any housekeeping. Um, so I think we can just kind of get right into the episode. And okay. sorry, you guys, I I just don't think I'm gonna remember the hashtags ever again because I I leave a spot for it in my notes every week so that I'll right. write down the hashtag. But the last like four episodes, I don't think I have so. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. I don't think you guys I, really I'm care. saying that it's fine. Okay. So, th- <laughs> so I'm I'm going to be the decider that, okay. every, that it's fine. It's that not it's a big all right. deal. Okay, good. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we pick up right where we left off last week. Mm-hmm. We get to experience the kissing by the bridge again. Yes. Finally, and it's funny because I say finally, but it really was only eight episodes before we got that. But it, that's true. It felt like it felt longer. A long time. Yeah. It did feel longer. Yeah. But maybe that's just because this is the first time I've watched um, a DZ 
well, all the way through. I mean, uh, D-E-K, yes, but I feel like that one's different too. But with like E-K, I got to binge all the way to the first kiss. So Right. You didn't you, have to wait week to week. Right. To so, see how the story develops and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I guess episode eight is a long time. That means we waited two months for a kiss. So well, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, all that to be said, they are making out down by the bridge. Mm-hmm. And sadly, though, their bubble is popped very quickly because – uh, the mom's who call, somebody calls his mom calls it's right. Hydar Hi- calls oh, because Hi-dar. they're all fall, they're all fighting each other and they're flipping out and they've all lost their minds. So Hydar is the one who's like, "Oskar Bay, you have to come. Your mom and Eski's mom are fighting," and the because he's panicking, mm-hmm. they both rush out. They have to go back to the apartments. I'm already over these parents. I you was guys. just going to say, listen, I had such high hopes for these so moms when I. this show started because I was like, oh look, like they're not evil. And here's the thing, they're not evil. They're they're not evil. They're not like Huma or anything like that. True. Um true. But their antics, I'm just like completely over it. Literally, all they've done the last two episodes is whine, pretend they're gonna faint, and <laughs> Like, and like yell at their kids. Like, that's literally all that's happened. So I'm like over, over them so much. Um, Yeah. So, and you know, who said it? Go ahead. um, I think it was Giselle was saying that um, Naveen, Naveen was reminding her very much of Melly Hot at her worst. Yeah. Or not, not Melly Hot, not Melly Uh, Hot. Mevkebe. Mevkebe. Melly Hot yeah. was her la- was Niven's la- Niven's last character. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. She was like, she kind of reminded me of, of Mevkebe like at her worst this episode. Yeah. And now I haven't yeah. watched it. I totally agree. Yeah. So. And that's like the whole episode. All they're doing is competing against each other. Mm-hmm. Oscar's mom and Feetnot are trying to, quote, expose Esgi that she's cheating on him with Sardar and, and Naveen Nave- mm-hmm. is trying to I guess rub their noses in the fact that Esgi is dating a doctor or she thinks Esgi is dating yeah. a doctor yeah so it's just such a and disaster I agree and my thing too is like okay Naveen this whole time has been someone who like, has been a good judge of character of her daughter's boyfriends. Like, she's always been able to call out when they're using her, when they're Mm -hmm. no good, when they are shady. So I'm bothered because I'm like, okay, where did that go? Like, she should be able to sniff that out of Sardar like that. Yeah. And she's not. So it's like, I think she's blinded by the fact that he's just a rich doctor. And, yeah, so – it's just bumming me out that, like, her radar's off with this guy. And it was spot on with Osger when they first met him. But then the wedding ruined all of that. I don't know. I'm just – I'm bummed. I'm bummed. And I kind of want to see these moms, like, move past this and, like, recognize they're crazy and reel it yeah, in. I know. I agree. I really hope that they can calm down in the next episode. Because this episode, I was like, this is too much. You guys mm-hmm. you guys need to chill, seriously. Yeah. Um, so, they basically are now needing to head back home. 
And there's more arguing when they get there, of course. So it that just is kind of all chaotic. But we get a little bit of a break because we get to pick up where Denise and Ozon left off. Because if you guys remember last week, he was going to help her find a cab. Um, so they're going to walk to the next cab station because there wasn't any available outside the restaurant. So they're walking and she's like, I still can't remember or I still can't believe that you remember the name of my dog, like all this stuff. And he's like, well, I remember a lot of moments that are related to you. And I love that. Yeah. So stinking cute. Me too. And so, you know, she's like, okay, well, what else do you remember? Mm-hmm. And um, he gets interrupted because he she basically gets bumped by some guy in a hurry, right? Like, right. And Ozon just reaches out instinctively to catch her. Uh-huh. And, and I love it because he's like, it was instinct. Like, please don't get mad. Like, I. And she's not. She's like, thank you. You know, because uh-huh. he wasn't he wasn't trying to rescue her. He was literally just reacting to a very quick, you know, scenario. Right. She got bumped and he's like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I think it was just an automatic thing. Him yes. grabbing her like that. Right, because he didn't go after the guy. He didn't go yell at him or anything mm-hmm. like that. So he even says that I think, mm-hmm. like, "Hey, are you are you mad? <laughs> I was I was just reacting. I just I didn't mean to, but I just kind of grabbed you." And she's like, "No, I'm not mad." Uh huh. So then they decide to stop and get some street food. Mm-hmm. Um. So they walk up to that, but really quickly we pan back over to the apartments, and Esger has arrived. Uh, Osger walks in and just picks up his mom and carries her out, picks up his aunt and carries her out. Now I'm sitting here like, that alone would be worth playing his mother or his aunt on this right? show. I loved that so much. <laughs> oh, so good. Yes. And his mom's like yelling and screaming at him and just going crazy about, you know, Esgi and her mother. And he stops her and he's like, listen. Everything she's saying about me is true. Mm-hmm. So basically, you you can't be mad at it because yeah. she's actually being truthful about this. It's all my fault. Yep. And then at the same time, uh, Naveen is, you know, sitting here scolding her daughter saying, if you disobey me and don't quit your job and move home. And I'm sitting here like, your daughter has to be what? Like 27 to 30-ish? Like, I'm guessing they're in their late 20s, early 30s in this show. Oh, Absolutely. And you're seriously threatening your daughter about if she, quote, disobeys you? Like. I know. I'm like just, she's going to actually. Yeah. Make her go back to Bursa. And I think that Esgi would do it because she would be respectful to her mother. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she was even threatening that, I was like, wow. Okay. This is a lot and you need to calm down. So, um, yeah, it's. It's all just a big mess, and but one thing I do love that he defends Esgi, and uh, he's like, no, she doesn't have a boyfriend, mm-hmm. and this whole situation is all my fault. Because they're questioning him. They're like, her mom says she has a boyfriend that's a doctor, blah, 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 and he's like, no, she doesn't have a boyfriend, and... This whole situation, the lies, everything that's happened, it's all my fault. I'm the one who came up with it, and I'm the one who is responsible. So I just really appreciated that. Yeah, I agree, because they're completely flabbergasted at mm-hmm. this. 
And although it doesn't seem to improve their behavior at all. So, um, no. So then we get back over, though. We get another reprieve. We get to see Denise and Ozon. Mm-hmm. They're um, eating mussels. And here's where Moran pointed this out to us. She said, <laughs> The don't lemon f- squeezing. Uh huh. She's like, Don't forget to mention Sarkon's not the only one who squeezed lemons this week. <laughs> We get some Ozan lemon squeezing as well. Yes, we do. Along with some hand touches. and Yeah, because they both reach for the same lemon. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this whole, this whole scene with them walking home together was so sweet and it was so cute that he ended up walking her all the way home. Yeah. By the time he actually hails a cab, she's like, oh, that's great, but my house is right here. So that I'm just totally team uh what what is, what their, is their ship, ship name? name? Uh, uh o- Ozden? Ozden? Sure, let's that, call them Ozden. Okay. Ozden. That's cute. Mhm. So, yes, and he like waits for her to get inside. He's like, "Yeah, you know, like they kind of hesitate a little bit cuz she's like, "Okay, I guess you'll go home." And he's like, "Yeah, I guess I'll go home." But she doesn't ever really fully invite him inside. He is uh-huh. definitely not going – he's learned his lesson. He's not going to, like, impose himself in any way. Right. So he winds up going home, but he's like, I'll wait till you get inside. Um, so he watches till she gets inside safely. They exchange a few more, like, sweet glances. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Then – so it's – now it's later that night. Everyone's in bed. And yeah. I said, oh, my gosh. Osgur and Tesla in bed. Like, he's totally taking comfort in his sweet, cute, furry dog. And I love yes. it. Because who of us that are dog people have not done that? Oh. Where you, if you're just, like, sad or upset and you're like, come here, come snuggle with me. Well, <laughs> and I don't know about Zuzu, but Jack is, like, really in tune to stuff like that. So if he thinks I'm upset, mm-hmm. like, even when I'm watching a movie and it's, like, making me emotional, he kind of freaks out and comes over and is, like, sticking his nose in my face and, like, pawing yeah. at me, like, trying to make me feel better. So. Yeah. They can read emotions. Yeah. So. Yeah. So he's, like, taking comfort in Tesla and uh, you see him get up. And I, I love this because he totally does – the I guess Turk Deezy version of texting you up. He totally does. <laughs> Cause he goes and he's sneaking down the hall and he's looking to see if his mom is asleep, if feet not is asleep. And then uh he goes outside and then we switch over to Ezgi and she's in bed. She's all happy because they kissed and then her phone goes off. And it's him saying that he's out on the terrace. But I was like, oh, my gosh, this is totally the DZ version of texting somebody you up. It totally is. I love that. So um, they both sneak outside after they've checked to make sure that their mothers or whoever, you know, are asleep. And um, they're kind of whispering and updating each other. You know, my mom's mad. My mom's mad. My aunt's crazy. Yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And she, and uh, Esgi's like, you know, I think my mom is just afraid. And he's like, afraid of what? And she says, she's afraid of me falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, when will you fall in love with me? <laughs> and then he, like, grabs her and, like, jumps in the pool with her, fully clothed. Well, because she asks him, too. Well, what about you? When will you fall mm-hmm. in love with me? 
And that's uh, his answer. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. So it's cute because, um, you know, they're being flirty and, you know, sweet and just it's all new, you know, like they just shared this kiss. And so they're just trying to figure out what this is. But Naveen wakes up, and so she starts calling for Esgi. Poor Osger. This totally reminds me. This reminds me of that scene in Friends when nobody knew about Monica and Chandler, and they're in the bathtub. In the bath. Oh my god. And Joey. You're right. And Joey comes in to ask about fried chicken if he wants any. But it's Monica who has to go under the water. That's right. Oh, so this immediately oh made me think of that. And so, it's like. Oh, man, that scene is great because he's, like, in this bubble bath. And there's candles all around. Doesn't he have a glass of wine, too? Yes. <laughs> yes. And, like, Joey just, like, won't leave because he's trying to get his, his, like, KFC order. And it's, like, yeah. really funny. So this just totally, like, made me reminisce about that. That's um, so funny. Because same thing. Esgi's trying to, like, rush her mom back in the house. Like, I just happened to fall in. I was out here walking around. You know me. I'm clumsy. Like, can you go get me a towel? I don't want to get out of the water until I have a towel to wrap up. Hurry, hurry, hurry. <laughs> go get me a towel. Oh. So she does. And then Osger finally gets to come up for air. But she barely gives him time to breathe because girlfriend is on him. Oh, and, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> And laying one on him. And I, I literally asked probably three different times, like, I wonder how much Fox was fined this week for this episode they alone. probably had to fork out a lot of money. I mean, granted, a, a good portion of the PDA were, like, almost kisses where mm -hmm. they kept getting interrupted. But they still had a good amount of kissing going on. So Absolutely. They probably had to pay a pretty penny for this episode. Yeah. And I don't even think it's um I don't even think it's like the same type of fine each time. So I don't think they even necessarily know how much they're gonna have to fork out. Oh wow. I don't think it's regulated. So anyways. Okay. All that to be said, thank you, Fox, for taking the hit. Seriously. <laughs> So it's now um, – it's now – they've each gone back into their house. They hurry back and rush into their homes. Um, right. But Feet Not wakes up when Osgur's walking in. So she's basically suspicious of his story. She sneaks outside and sees that Esgi's also wet. So she kind of can put together what just happened. Yeah, exactly. So the next morning, uh, Esgi wakes up and her mom wants to go house hunting because she's totally determined to get her out of that apartment. She wants her to find a place to live that's far away from Osgur. And, but Esgi is basically able to tell her, hey, okay, well, I got to go to work. So let's do this later on. Yeah. And she's able to get out of there while her mom is going crazy or finding her a new place to live. Then we get a quick call from Sardar to Naveen, and he wants to talk to her. So um, they have a plan to meet up, and we'll see that a little bit later. I want to know, again, I feel like this kind of falls into the magical portal of six-minute dryers and all this other stuff, but everyone just has everybody's phone numbers. And they have the time to go take, like, a two-hour lunch, and they have the time to go get a coffee whenever they want to. They can visit each other at work and bring yeah. fruit baskets. It's like, what is this magical world where you can have a full-time job, but then you can also do whatever you want? Yes. DZ land, man. I want to live there. <laughs> 
So anyway, I just had to point that out because I was like, you know, all the because like even last week in Senchal Kapama, like uh, Melo has Sarkhan's number when she calls to wish him happy birthday. And it doesn't really make mm-hmm. sense why she would have his number. Um, and, you know, Sardar having Naveen's number when they barely just met like for real last episode. So anyways, yeah, that's, that's it. Um, so Esger is driving to work together. He waited for her in the parking mm-hmm. lot. And he's, it's so cute. He's like all stressed. He's like, well, you can't move and you can't quit. And, you know, if you're, if you're going to quit, like by law, it has to be like, a, I think it's like a month's notice. So even if your mom did make you quit, like we have a whole month basically to work on her and like win her over before you would actually have your last day. When he said a month, I was like, oh my gosh, of course you're saying a month. Uh-huh. So... It, it was just cute. Like, it just basically, like, neither one of them wants to be apart. She doesn't want to move. He doesn't want her to move. He definitely doesn't yeah. want her to quit. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So, Levant is all alone. And I'm sorry, but this whole scene was so funny to me. It was so <laughs> over the top and ridiculous. But that actor, oh, what is his name? Gurgen? Gurgen, I think is his name. He is, I do not like Levant. But he is funny. Like, yes, he is. He's, he's like definitely. He, he's like slapstick. Uh huh. Because <laughs> he wakes up. He's all alone. He has a. He has this big sigh. He goes to the bathroom. He's looking at all his stuff, and all of Jansu's stuff is gone. And then he looks on the floor, and there's a bobby pin, and he starts crying. <laughs> I was like, why is this so funny to me? Because it's literally. It's so stupid. It's so ridiculous. But I was cracking up. Because literally seven episodes ago, he was like all freaked out by all of her stuff in the bathroom. And now he misses it. Exactly. Exactly. So he he played that off really, really well. Yes, and he did. I loved it. I agree. But he calls Zainab. He doesn't call Jansu. He calls Zainab. Right. Right. Uh, because, you know, Jansu, the last thing she said basically is like, I think she's the one for you since clearly, you know, there's no room for any other woman in your life. So enjoy your daughter. Um, exactly. So he calls Zainab. And then we move on. We're back at work at Lagabia. Esgur arrives. Uh, Hakanbe, which is uh, like the restaurant's that restaurant's lawyer because Denise uh-huh. is basically going to be for the other restaurant from what I understand. I think so. Okay. So, or maybe he's like Osgur's personal lawyer. I don't know. So basically he's there um, to let, to explain there's some trouble. We're still working, you know, we're waiting on the license um, for the, for the new restaurant, but we really need to get it opened because we need to start generating income. It's cost a lot, you know? So clearly it's planting the seed that something's going to happen with that later on. Yeah. And this is where he also confirms about the month waiting period for quitting. And the lawyer's like, yeah, it's only 15 days. (laughs) And John's like, or Oscar's like, well, can we make it a month? He's like, no, the law is 15 days. (laughs) I think he even tells him like, just say a month. Just say that it's 30 days. (laughs) That's all I need you to do is tell me that. So, and then look, I'm sorry, but I was, I had to go back and rewatch this whole scene because I was so distracted by those glasses. Why does he look so good in those glasses? It's outrageous. And again, I, he does, but every time I see him now in like tinted glasses, I'm like, are his eyes okay? Because (laughs) 
<laughs> because of the conjunctivitis yes. uh, that went all through the whole cast of EK. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, crap, is this actually just part of his wardrobe or does this poor guy have eye issues again? Kristen's all worried and I'm like, oh, look at him. <laughs> It's a good it's a good balance. It's all right. <laughs> you be thirsty enough for us both. I'll be concerned enough for us both. There we go. There we go. So yeah, all that Oscar is concerned about. It's funny because the lawyer's telling him, you know, hey, this is costing you a lot of money. But all Oscar is concerned about is how much time he has left with Esgi working there. So I loved that. I did, too. So he winds up saying, like, oh, and here's her employee file all finished. And this is when Osgur realizes her birthday is August 30th. Mm-hmm. Yep. So plant that little – stick a pin in that for later. So then we get uh, – we pan back over real quick. Basically, Sardar and Naveen are talking, and he has decided, Chilter, leave everything to me. I'll plan something wonderful for Esgi's birthday and, of course, Naveen eats it right up and is like, mm-hmm. oh, yay. So there's that. So Sardar is going to plan a birthday yeah. party for Ezgi. Yeah. Super. So, yeah. Meanwhile, Ozra now knows it's her birthday, like, the next day and – or, the, you know, in a couple days. And he's like, great, I have 15 days to fix this problem with the moms. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, also got his wheels spinning, you know, about her birthday. And, you know, he's telling her, because Esgi's in the office with him, like, you know, it won't be that easy to replace you. You're a, you'd be a difficult employee to replace. And she's like, well, why? And he's uh-huh. like, oh, I see you're fishing for compliments. I love it. But he gives them to her. He does. He's like, oh, you know, you're inventive. You're intelligent. You're creative. You're talkative. I mean, I mean, sociable. You're really sociable. And... You smell good. And then Eski's like, oh, great. Can you please not smell whoever you're going to hire before you hire them? <laughs> and he's much. like, he's like, yeah, I mean, how do we find somebody who smells just as good? So he's like, well, oh, and that's when she asks, are you going to smell them before hiring them? And he's like, why would I do that? Am I picking a melon? <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> He had so many good little side quips this episode. I was he loving did. it. Um, so, yeah, he kind of plays with her hair because, again, Yaman. Uh, so he's playing with her hair and they go in for a kiss. And Emre walks in the office and completely interrupts them. And, of course, you know, he's like, does anybody ever knock anymore? What is going on? Like, nobody, like, why is this door there? And, of course, yeah, why is it even there when nobody knocks? Emre, of course, realizes, like, he walked in on something and is like, huh, yeah, it's kind of full in this office. Maybe I was just looking for a cabinet. I mean, the pantry. I just opened (laughs) the wrong door. Like, (laughs) Well, and that's that moment right before he walks in, like, with her hand on his thigh. And I was like, oh my gosh, things are going to get steamy up in here. And then, of course, it gets diffused immediately. Right. So then we switch back over to Sardar, who I'm just hating more and more. Like, because he didn't start out as a villain, but he is for no. sure a villain by the end of this episode. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So he's choosing the party location, telling the guy to ignore the cost. Who cares what it costs? He's mm-hmm. And he's there to meet 
you know, the owner, someone named uh, Tolga. Uh-huh. And he walks into the conference room and sees Osger's magazine article laying out. And he's kind of like, wait, what does Tolga have to do with Osger? What's going on? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So we kind of, again, something is coming with that as well. Yeah. So then we switch over to Levant and he's having lunch with Zainab and <laughs> Can <Kristen>. someone? <laughs> Go ahead. You already know what I'm going to say. I know what you're going to say because I think every single one of us has thought it while watching this little girl on screen. Everyone needs to stop giving this girl straws to drink out of. (laughs) She needs to be banned from straws for a while. Yeah, and not just because it's good for the environment, because it's freaking annoying the way she drinks. She slurps out of them. Yeah, she's just blowing air into her drinks to be obnoxious. That's uh-huh. that's the truth of it. So, yeah. yeah, so there's Levant starts babbling about people have always lived in pairs and then he's talking about cats living alone and ridiculousness. And so Zainab comes out and drops the bomb that, "Oh, well, dad, then it's good that you have your girlfriend Jansu, isn't it? Uh-huh. Girlfriend has already known this whole time. She's just been waiting for her dad to tell her. And it's, like, ridiculous. And I'm like, I literally wrote, because she calls him out for deceiving her. Like, why didn't you just tell me? You didn't tell me who she was. You lied to me. And uh-huh. I'm sitting here like, who is the parent here? Like, yeah. Well, that's how it is with every scene with her. Who is the parent? Yeah. She's the one who's the boss of their whole relationship. Yep. So he apologizes for lying. She forgives him because she's like, you know, it's not like you're marrying her because I don't want a brother or a sister. Again, she's the one in charge, apparently. Because yep. he's like, oh, marriage. <laughs> no way. What are you talking about, marriage? You don't have to worry about that. So we get more confirmation that he's, one, never going to marry her. And he blames everything on Jansu in the first place. That was so gross. Like, he's like, well, you know, she pursued me. She followed me around like a puppy dog, yada, yada, yada. Like, yeah, what else could I do after all this time? I had, you know, of course I ended up developing feelings and we ended up together. So he's painting himself as the, I guess, the victim of yeah. a relationship, which whatever. Yeah. But this whole scene was very telling. And I was like, okay, so we for sure know Levant's attitude towards marriage and towards his relationship with Jansu. Yep. And spoiler alert, guys, she takes him back this episode. And now I'm like, well, Jansu, you get what you get now. It was like nothing. Like mm-hmm. she was being so strong. She was sticking to her guns. She was being. She was pursuing her own stuff, and I was really proud of her. Mm-hmm. And then, for whatever reason, Denise and Esgi are like, maybe you should re- reconsider. Maybe, like, what was my note on that? I think I said they're they're defending Levant. Like, I could not believe that the two of them, her best friends in the world, her friends who have seen everything she's been through with this guy – they know Jansu. They know mm-hmm. Levant. They know the entire situation. And they're actually encouraging her to get back together with him. And that she's putting too much pressure on him. I. I <laughs> mm-hmm. 
like I said, Jansu, you get what you get now. I was all proud of you, but now you you deserve Levant because that's what you're accepting for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because here's the thing. I'm a big believer that relationships should be about equity mm-hmm. and both parties should be as into each other as the other one is. Like, they both should be 100% in. And I don't think that expecting that or wanting that is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that Jansu wanting a man who would want the things that she wants, like maybe marriage mm-hmm. or something else, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I no. don't think she was wrong for wanting those things. And the fact that she is just kind of letting that all go again after being with him for over a year, seeing this behavior over and over again where he's lying to her, he's lying to his daughter, mm-hmm. he's very obviously never going to marry her when that's something that she wants. Look, if two people don't want to get married, that's between them and their relationship, okay? Right. But John Tu wants to be married. Right. We know that. And we also know that Levant is never going to do that. Right. And even and it feels like at this point, even if he does, it's going to be because he's like doing what she wants. And that's never it's just that's just no. never good. It's never good. So, yeah, um, I'm just annoyed with their whole situation because for the last two episodes, she's been so strong and so mm-hmm. like put her foot down and I'm going to demand what I deserve. And mm-hmm. now that's just like all out the window. Um, yep. Because what he brought her breakfast in bed like. Big freaking whoop. So anyways, that's all the John Sue Levant stuff, I guess. We yeah. kind of got that out of the way. But. I guess we got that out of our systems. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't have strong opinions about this at all. Not at all. But let's go to something happy because Oscar is back at the bridge viewing spot, Ezgi's special spot that <gasps> yes. only he knows about. He's clearly making plans to do something for her for her birthday. Oh, my gosh, yes. And he's, like, all proud of himself and smiley and, like, just really looking forward to this. So it's very, it's very cute. Um, and, you know, we do end up finding out later on when Ozon catches him, like, you know, putting a birthday gift together. He's, like, putting a bunch of presents inside of, like, a chest And Ozon Mm -hmm. catches him, and I love it because he's like, whoa, you've gone from a man who doesn't even acknowledge or remember girls' birthdays, and now you're full on, like, planning this, like, lovely thing for one. Like, this is, like, wow, how you've grown. So I love that. Even though Ozgar tries to play it off and, like, deny it, Ozon knows because it's his best friend. So, yeah. So now we've got, let's see – as oh, that's mm-hmm. – yeah, she sees that her resume is out, so she kind of suspects. Um, so that's kind of a quick little thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have more seven feet not annoyance, whatever. Then we get to Ozon at the market. Okay, I'm sorry. Ozon sitting amongst all that produce is somehow hard eyes and a flame emoji in one. I know. It's th- – th- that – that's a great way just to describe Ozon. Yes. Because, like, he's a sweet baby angel, but you're also like, okay, wow, calm down. Please take a minute. I need a minute. <laughs> because you're a lot for me. And, yeah, it's it's really weird mm-hmm. how he can be both adorable and smoking hot. Yep. But he is. He uh, is. Don't ask me how. Dizzyland magic. 
<laughs> so he's he's at the market. He's getting supplies, and he sees some fruit, and he gets an idea. So he gathers a little basket, and he ends up taking it to Denise, and he brings. I was like, oh my gosh, he brings a freaking fruit basket to her. How cute. So he hands it to her and she's like, why would you, why would you do this? Why would you bring this? And he's like, well, you and I used to climb a cherry tree when we were kids and now we can't do anything like that. So I brought you cherries instead. I hope that you still like them. So stinking sweet. Oh my gosh. And what a thoughtful gesture. Something that he remembers from when they were younger Mm -hmm. and oh my gosh. I was like, I love this so much. I know. So, and Chia winds up inviting him to stay for coffee Mm -hmm. so they can chat a little bit. So things are moving right along for our ship. Yes. Our sub ship, I should say. Yeah. Um, And then we have Ezgi and Naveen again. Naveen's just whining about the heat, how terrible Istanbul is. Like, literally, like, any scene with one of the moms, just assume that they're complaining or whining Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So she's scolding her. I'm just done because she's like, you're moving. No question. Let's go. And, you know, she's like, Mom, I'm at my job. I can't just go whenever you bid me to. Mm-hmm. But so her mom kind of moves on and is like, OK, well, you know, it, it's your birthday and we're here. So I'd like to have a family dinner. Just us and the girls. Like she makes it very clear that other people, quote, other people. Yeah. Are not invited. Um, yeah. You know, so then Osger shows up and he sits down because, again, he sits down to apologize, even though he has already done this, mm-hmm. like, very well. But yeah. he sits down with her. She's rude to him in his own restaurant. Oh, my gosh. And he still is apologizing to her for the trouble he caused. And she's just ridiculous. Like, she supposedly yeah. accepts it, but not – you know, her her face and her actions speak far louder than her being like, apology accepted. Well, and she she's like, okay, thanks. But here's why I was so mad at your mom. Because your mom, blah, blah, blah. And she just starts complaining again. Yeah. So, and he's like, you know, I know. I'm so sorry they offended you. You know, I've told them the truth now. They didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. She finally leaves, thank God. And Esgi's like, thank you so much for your apology. Like, and, you know, you were just, you were so adorable. And, you know, basically he's like, well, yeah, like I meant it. And mm-hmm. yeah, it just, I'm just annoyed. Like these two grown adults have now apologized enough. Like get over it. Mm-hmm. So we have a quick aside where Levant is trying to sway Jansu because he tells her that he told Zainab, but surprise, she already knew. And then he stops the elevator while they're inside. And, and she freaks out. She does. And understandably so. She's like, how do you know that I don't have a phobia about this? How do you know that maybe I'm not claustrophobic? How do you know that you shouldn't have done this and maybe mm-hmm. you caused me to panic? And then he's acting like she's the one who's acting crazy. Yeah. And she's basically like, yeah, because you're not concerned about other people. Which, again, is her explaining to herself why she shouldn't take him back, even though she does. Mm -hmm. So now Fitnat and Savim arrive at Lagabia. Esger is working. They're both, you know, doing their jobs. But he kind of wants a kissing break. So he's like... (laughs) He's like, I think we've looked at these numbers enough. Like, I, I 
So they basically are about to like make out there on his desk. Uh huh. And then again, Emery walks right in. <laughs> Oscar is like so fed up with this. He's like, why don't we just remove the door? What does it even matter anymore? <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's, yeah, because he, you know, he's getting, for all intents and purposes, he's getting cock-blocked, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, over and over by the same person. He's like, don't you know how to knock? So yeah, he's getting a little frustrated, shall we say. (laughs) So he's like, sorry, I came to let you know your mom and your aunt are here. Mm -hmm. So Esger both walk out and they greet them. Of course, Feetnot makes it very clear she knows exactly what happened with the pool the night before. Uh-huh. And, you know, they bring up Esgi's relationship with Serdar and Osgur flat out calls them out. And I love it. He's like, I already told you about this. And I also told you to stop, like, putting pressure on her and all this stuff. And Esgi's like, basically explains, like, I don't have a relationship you know, I'm sorry if my mom made you think that she's misinformed. And they're like, oh, so your mom's a liar. And oh, my gosh. You know, so Esgi basically is like, I'm going to get back to work, kind of leaves Osgur to deal with his family. Mm-hmm. And he goes off on them again. And, yeah. you know, he's like, listen, mom, I know she's not in a relationship with that doctor because she and I are starting something like for real. Like, yep. A real something. Yeah. So, you know. So he's just so frustrated, and I can't say that I blame him. They're being rude directly to uh-huh. Esgi, and they're being rude to Osgur about Egg, about Esgi. And he's uh-huh. like, "What are you like? What are you saying? Just yeah. come out and say it. Just come out and say whatever you think that you're accusing her of." And excuse me, sorry. And he's like, "You just need to stop. You need yeah. to stop right now." And he's like. He's like, where is the bartender? She, bartender, come over here. And this did was- you <laughs> Did you find this little EK Easter yes. egg? <laughs> Giselle told me there was one. And as soon as this line was said, because she couldn't tell me what it was. She just said, I, I wonder if you'll find it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, she said that. Yeah. So uh, as soon as he said it. And she, I, what she said is she thinks that he ad-libbed this. And I could totally see that. Oh, yeah. Because he, the bartender comes over and the bartender happens to have a man bun. <laughs> and he, he's like, come on, get over here. He's all, and cut your ponytail. It's no longer in fashion. <laughs> Listen, he, Yaman looks good in this current look. But yes. I will never ever not advocate for man bun john yaman oh never he so, looks great with the man bun especially in like the first i don't know 18 to 20 mm-hmm. episodes mm-hmm. when it was still almost too short and he had the little swoopy that would uh-huh. come down uh-huh. anyway there's a whole 51 episodes of us talking about the hair yeah. swoop if you guys want to hear that <laughs> So true. But yeah, so we totally, we caught it, Giselle. We caught it. Um, so yeah, and it's even better if he actually ad-libbed that. I didn't even think of that. So I hope he, he did. That I hope he great. did too. So anyways, it's a good laugh. It ends that scene. And now we're, J- Denise and Jansu are basically, they got Sardar's invite for Eski's uh-huh. birthday party. And Denise here, I am from now till the end of the episode, I am completely with her and all of her mm-hmm. feelings, her advice, her thoughts, because she's like, you know, they haven't even actually been on a real date. I think this is a bit much. 
Yep. And of course, because she kind of sees through it. She's like, I don't even think he's doing this for Esgi. I think he sees that Osgur is interested and is basically trying to mark his territory. Yep. And of course, John Sue is like, it's sweet. Even if it is too much, it's this, it's that. Like, she's just mesmerized by it the way Naveen is. Yeah. So um, I'm glad that at least Denise sees through it. Mm-hmm. Then we have Feet Not kind of trying to fix up Enri and Gizem. It's kind of like a goofy, funny little thing. Yeah, um, they're kind of just trolling them as they leave. Yes. And so basically they've come up with yet another plan, and it's Operation Cobra Tracking, whatever. Oh, my gosh. Because I guess they're trying to be like, we're going to show what a snake Esgi is. Mm-hmm. So it's just yet another plan they're putting into motion. Meanwhile, uh, Esgur is chatting, and he's mm-hmm. kind of beating around the bush regarding Sardar. Like, he's a little bit insecure. That's right. Yeah, because he's like, well, why would your mom, you know, why would she think that you're in a relationship? And we get Turtle Face right there, which I was like, ah, look uh-huh. at him. <laughs> we love Turtle Face, Yaman. Oh, my gosh. So good. And he's like, you know, maybe the flowers impressed you. There were so many flowers. It looked like a florist in this restaurant. But Ezgi comes back and she says, well, if they did, do you think that last night would have happened and that mm-hmm. we would be where we are today? And that kind of placates him. And he's he ends up telling her that he was joking around. <laughs> sure you were. Uh-huh. So, of course, they're all snuggled up and – um. Ozon shows up to work finally mm-hmm. and they're like oh I wonder where you've been I bet you came from spending time with Denise because you're you're late to work and it he kind of sn- calls them out too like well I see you two are enjoying one another's company like that's mm-hmm. nice to see so it's just cute yeah. um, and now uh, now we've got Unal has arrived and you know he, he and Hydar have a scene. It's not really worth going over, but no. Um, basically, you know, he arrives, he shows up, Naveen's surprised, and the two of them are like Team Sardar because of the stupid birthday party invite and planning and all of that. Yeah, then we get a moment with Fitnat and Sevim, and they're getting information out of Hydar about Sircon's, uh Sircon. <laughs> Sardar's name. Listen, there. Well, well because I'm sorry, so many Turkish names. No, but he actually says like, "Oh, I don't remember his name," and he says, "I think it's Serkan," which I think was a funny joke because uh, Ozge's boyfriend, partner, okay. husband—I don't know what they are—but they're together. His okay. real name is Serkan. So oh. I think he was like, I think his name is Sarakon. I think it worked out because it kind of sounds like Sardar. And I think it was just a funny little nod to like her real life partner. Okay. That's that's really cute then. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's a nice little nod. Yes. Like a little Easter egg. So mm-hmm. they basically kind of hypnotize him by promising to fix him up with someone beautiful if he'll just it's remember Gizem. his name. Yes, they you're show right. him Gizem's picture. Yes, he's like, "Who's this angel?" And they're like, "Talk." Uh, it's so stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. Basically, <laughs> him seeing a picture of a beautiful woman makes him all of a sudden remember his full name, and so now they know who to Google research as to as far as who's they think Esgi's supposed boyfriend is. That's what yes. all of this was about. Exactly. So now the girls are discussing birthday dinner plans, um, and you know. They're telling her basically, don't put all your hope in Osger for 
birthday stuff if you think he might be planning something like that's not the kind of guy he is right and you know it bugs me because i'm like really neither of you know him (laughs) that's a good point just like neither of you really know sardar very well yeah but yet you're putting all your eggs in his basket and you know anyways so uh, yeah john sue i should say john sue is and, you know, meanwhile, Esgi and Osgur are kind of making eyes at each other from across the restaurant. And While Osgur's getting – what I said is, okay, he's getting new glasses from Turkish Tony Stark. Like, what <laughs> – what is the deal with this guy? He's yeah, just, like, just like a throwaway character. And I'm like, is that Robert Downey Jr. or is that some Turkish guy? Like, what's going on here? Well, and all they do is just switch glasses. That's, like, That's literally the only do. point, right? Okay. <laughs> So this is where we kind of touched on this already. They give her bad advice about Levant. Yes. And um, but basically what her, to listen, to, listen to, her. to her heart. Yeah. Listen, guys, your heart is <laughs> your heart That's not always the best advice, okay? <laughs> your heart can be deceitful and desperately wicked, okay? So Yeah. Sometimes your heart is just a stupid idiot. <laughs> to ignore it (laughs) yep sometimes it's just what pumps blood through your body and that's it (laughs) okay that's the end of relationship advice with Kristen and ashley (laughs) this week maybe we'll see no promises (laughs) we're only halfway through this episode so um so basically they kind of tease denise a little bit regarding ozon and Mm -hmm. but it's all cute so then fitna and savim are now googling sardar they recognize yeah. him from the wedding. They draw conclusions, blah, blah, blah. Dramatics are shared, and I fast-forwarded this. <laughs> yeah. Then we have... Uh, make me puke. <laughs> we have Sardar in a jewelry store asking for the most beautiful and ostentatious, ostentatious. jewelry in the entire store. And I'm like, okay, I don't... We don't really have any indication that Esgi is super ostentatious and likes really expensive jewelry or anything like this no nope. so this is just another example that sardar doesn't really know her yeah he, what's it called when the peacock like shows all of its feathers i don't know that's what he's Pre- doing like, though he's like preening he's, yes yes yeah preening. Mm-hmm. so yeah i literally wrote what a tool <laughs> like <Amen>. seriously <laughs> So now Levant shows up at Lagabia. Emery mm-hmm. can read his face because he's a bartender and bartenders are, you know, basically like hairdressers. People tell them things, confide things in them. So they're usually good people readers. Yeah. So Emery can tell like they haven't made up yet, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of o- – at this point, one of Osger's many is what I called it. Although I actually don't think she is. I thought she was initially. Right. She's just the favorite kind of customer that we would get at the restaurant, Kristen, oh when we both gosh. worked in the food industry, mm-hmm. when people would come in and say, oh, I you know, don't have Chris. a spot for me. Mm-hmm. I know Chris. Just tell him that I'm here. You know what and I start- like? <laughs> you know what I'm going to say because we already worked together. But I used to – I got so – guys, listen. My last few years of working at a restaurant, I was like done. So I would just find these ways to say snarky things – but I would say it in a way that either came across funny or sweet and people, like, didn't realize I was being a total jerk to them. Kristen so, is the queen of this, you guys. Like, 
I if I'm in a situation like this, I just stop talking because I can't re- like I just clam up and I don't know how to respond. Kristen will like insult somebody straight to their face with a smile on her face and then they're like, oh, "Thank you so much." <laughs> so I would tell people like, "You know Chris Espinosa? I do too." <laughs> He's my boss. I see him every day. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. So suffice it to say, this girl, I think probably for Kristen and myself, immediately my hackles were up and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, great. I know exactly what kind of customer you are. Yep. She comes waltzing in and Esgi asks her if she has a a reservation and of course she doesn't mm-hmm. but she's like oh you must be new because you don't know me Blech. i know i know osgood bay is he here and then gizem walks up and kisses, kisses their butt. her butt <laughs> 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 and then just seats her right down so yep. And, and then it gives turns, her her way. Yeah. And then it turns out that she knows Levant. She calls him over. So she's been a patient of his. And he winds up sitting at the table with these girls and chatting and having a good old time. So now we are back to somewhat broody Esgi because she's talking crap to her about Ozger to herself. Like, oh, you know, I should have known. Like, I thought he I was special. And I did. And like, but he walks up right behind her. Uh-huh. And he's like, what are we saying? <laughs> so good. But she does wind up telling him about the girl. And he's like, so what? Let them say they know me. Like, mm-hmm. who cares? Like, um, and it's cute because then he kind of changes the subject and asks her if she has plans tomorrow. And he said, just dinner with my mom and the girls. And he's like, okay, so can you be back here at 10 p.m.? We have a very important group coming in and it'd be good if you were here. So yeah. she's suspicious that there's not really an important group coming in, that maybe he actually is planning something for her birthday. So she promises, like, yeah, I'll have dinner over by then. I'll be back here at 10. Mm-hmm. And then as he walks away, he, like, gives her a sniff kiss in her – right oh in that right in that little area between her, like, neck and her shoulder. And it mm-hmm. – mm. it, it was that – it was that, that, that Yaman wolf yes. sniff. Yeah. Oof. Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> yes. Chef's, chef's kiss. Yeah. So we have a quick aside because Emre is kind of trying to save Lamont, Lamont, Levant from himself. Lamont. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me, guys. Because we were talking about coming out of my mouth. Because we were talking about Outback and we had a coworker named Lamont. So it must have. <laughs> Am I subconsciously just coming up with coworkers' names? Yes. Oh my gosh. So he's trying to save Levant from himself because he's like, you're hanging out with all these girls, bro. You got to back off. Well, he wants to hang out with them, too, because he's like, there's four of them. And like, you could invite (laughs) me over, too. So it's not completely (laughs) unself-serving. That's true. That's true. Meanwhile, Jonsu is still at the restaurant. Okay. Is it? they've been there like since lunch it was like broad daylight and now all of a sudden it's dark like have they i guess been they've there been there all day, all day? <laughs> <laughs> now realistically i know this probably just had to do with like when they were able to film scenes but right i'm like you guys didn't do a very good job at keeping it like one time of day or the other because it literally went from broad daylight and now it's pitch black outside <laughs> uh, yep yep I mean, I guess my assumption is 
that she and Denise were both off work because they mm. did a little shopping and then they went to the restaurant. Okay. So maybe that was dinner and it was still light outside when they started having dinner and they just okay. stayed there for a while. Okay. Well, yeah, because at Esgi's birthday the next night at 7 p.m., it's like 4 in the afternoon daylight. Exactly. Not 7 p.m. daylight. So <laughs> Exactly. When we got to that scene, I was like, oh, okay, cool. They're still prepping for the party. And I was like, oh, wait, no, this is the party. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess it's 7 o'clock in DZ land. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, guys. We're not we're, – we're just laughing. We're not, like, picking it apart. It's just funny. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. So, basically, John Sue's like, I'll call Levant. You know, because she's decided, like, she will give him another chance. He's not answering. She's like, great, I waited too long, and now he's ignoring me. Well, mm-hmm. they decide to go in and sit at the bar because it's getting cold out. And yeah. they wind up seeing him at the table with all these girls, and it's going to cause chaos. Um, yeah. We have one quick aside where Unal and Naveen are talking, and then they have a weird encounter with Sevim and Feetnot and Naveen pretends that she's on her phone talking about how her daughter is dating a doctor, blah, blah, blah. That's mm-hmm. all we need to say about that. Yeah. So, yeah, because basically the whole point of that was to make it clear that her daughter has a birthday party being planned for by this wonderful, amazing guy. She's comparing magazine articles because he's been on all these medical <laughs> magazine covers. And I'm like, listen, I'll take Mr. Wrong any day. Thank you very much. Amen. So um, anyways, it's just going to cause another mess because now it's clearly confirming what mom and auntie have already been suspicious of. Yes. So we're just building more and more of a tangled web with this. Um, yeah. So now the girls and Emre are on the couch watching Levant. Osger winds up joining. And this whole time, Esgi's just like randomly feeding him popcorn and it's really cute. It's really cute because they're all eating while they watch Levant doing whatever he's doing. And then every time Osger says something that Esgi doesn't agree with or that she doesn't like, she's just shoving popcorn in his mouth. Yes. <laughs> like when he knows uh, – what's what's her name? I have it written Ezra. down. Oh, Ezra. When he knows Ezra's name, she's like, oh, you know her name? Great. Let me shove food in your mouth. <laughs> Too funny. So Levant winds up seeing them. And comes over to explain that Ezra's his patient. And it's funny because, again, thanks to Karem and uh, Ezgi in the last episode, the word because will be burned into my brain forever. But Levant yeah. says it the old Turkish way. Because when he says because, he says, he says, uh, chunki, like not chunku, which was oh. the whole thing with Karem's Instagram live. He was saying it the old way and they kept correcting him to say it with a U and not an I. Okay. So I just found it very interesting because I was like, oh, he's actually saying it like the old, like the older way. Anyways, just things picking up from Turkish lessons and all of that. It's just, mm-hmm. I like, I like that we start to notice more stuff. So anyhow, um, he's trying to explain that Ezra's his patient Emery kind of makes him look like a liar because he's like, yeah, they called me over to say hi. And Emery, he's like, Emery was right there. And he's like, I don't remember that happening. Like, (laughs) he totally throws him under the bus, which I'm not even mad about. Right. Um, So then Ozon joins and he's like, has the ice melted yet? And then like Denise kind of looks at him and he's like, oh, okay, I guess not. Like, (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because more and more people get 
are getting added to the group and the Uh situation just gets crazier and crazier. Yes. Finally, the girls end up leaving. Right. Johnsu and Denise. Denise and Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. But they're waiting for a cab and Johnsu is telling Denise, no, we can't leave because I need to see if Levant is going to come after me. Right. That's the whole point of this. Yeah. And Denise is like, then go Seriously? back inside and talk then to just, him. Exactly. Like, if you want to talk to him, go back inside and talk to him. Don't wait for him to chase you. Right. Meanwhile, the boys are all inside, and they're telling Levant, you should probably go after John Sue. And he actually decides to do it. Right. And he goes up to her. They kind of have a moment where he's telling her she needs to listen because they're mm. going to talk. And she's like, no, I don't want to talk to you. And he's like, Even though she yes, does. Yeah. She's just she's playing like, games. Yes, I insist. And she's like, no. And he's like, yes. And then he ends up picking her up and kidnapping her. Uh-huh. And she's and all I happy said, about it. Yeah. And I said, I'm with Denise. Because Denise is like, am I losing my mind here? Like, what, what's going on? What's wrong with these people? I know. And I 100% agree with her. Yep. So she gets in a cab and goes home. So then... Osger's up at the bar and the girls are trying to call him over the same uh-huh. table. And he's like, I like the bar right here. I'm good. And um, it's funny because um, Esgi's kind of spying on this whole situation. Of course. Well, because he ends up going over for a little bit. Right. He's like, he's like, oh, I should probably say hi. Right. I'll be polite. So- Exactly. Because this, yeah, that's when Gizem comes over and she digs, gets her little oh, digs yeah. in. Well, and she's like, you know, she's a special guest, the daughter of a construction guy, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, she only gets away with this behavior because Osger encourages it. And it's so frustrating, which we know is not true. But mm-hmm. she knows it's going to it's gonna rub salt in Esgi's wound, so to speak. Totally. So, you know, uh, Esgi turns, sees Ezra and Osger both missing. Of course, starts babbling like, I barely turned around for a second. And now they're gone, blah, blah, blah. Well, she turns around and he is right up. In oh her gosh. face. And I literally wrote, my stomach dropped. Like, so did mine. They did that so well. So well. Because I was Sometimes like, Sometimes oh. stuff like that, you'll kind of expect it. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, he's totally going to be behind her. But this time I was like, whoa. <laughs> and he's just there filling your screen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If so, only, right? Yeah. So they kind of have a funny little banter argument about the, the guests, so to speak. But you know what? He decides he's going to leave with Esgi, and it's very cute and sweet. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of asks Emery about the special guests tomorrow, and Emery's like, well, I would know if we were having special guests. We're not. So she's even more, like, now, like, okay, he's got something planned for me. Yes. Um, and then we have more Savim freaking out regarding Sardar, Esgi, the birthday. I just wrote good grief, enough already. Um, yeah. Esger so is yes. Esger is now getting on the elevator to go up to their floor, and we get an almost kiss. And dang you, hey, hi, hi, dark. Well, and this is the second time he's interrupted them now, and Osger is like giving him a death glare. You, he looks like he's about to lose it, and he ends up he's well, and he he's like asking him like if he's ever thought about doing stand up. <laughs> But he's saying it with such a, like, pissed off look on his face. He's like, hi, Dar. You're really funny. Have you ever thought about doing stand-up? Like, it's so good. 
And Heinar's just kind of awkwardly laughing, and you can tell that he's kind of uncomfortable. And finally, they get to their floor, and he presses the the elevator for the basement so, yeah. that, he, so that Heinar can't get off with them, and he just stops him. <laughs> Until like, the doors close. And he says, hasta la vista. <laughs> But then we get, he like pulls her to the wall for a wall kiss. Oh my gosh. And tells her to talk to her mom and make sure like that she knows she has to be back at work at 10 tomorrow after the birthday dinner. So there's no issues Mm -hmm. because he he wants everything to go really well, you know? Yeah. So it's. Okay. Did you hear when he tells her goodnight? No. Okay. You need to go, everybody, you need to go back. to this scene and just listen to the way he says Iyigidlar because Ooh. he like is growls. It, I was like, is it rumbly? Oh my gosh. I was like, how did he just make that noise? Why? Because <laughs> he's got her up against the wall and then mm-hmm. he finally lets her go and he's like, good night. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is too much for me. <laughs> She shouldn't be allowed to say that that way. Okay, someone <laughs> it's please decent. <laughs> someone please isolate that scene and just like post it on Twitter, please on a loop. Maybe I'll do it and I'll <laughs> do it. Do it. <gasps> Woo! Because if you if you're feeling chilly and you listen to that, I guarantee that will warm you right up. <laughs> so I mean, I don't really need help in this 115 degree heat I'm in, but. Maybe we have some people in the Southern Hemisphere and it's winter (laughs) for them right now. (laughs) All our Australian listeners. Yes. (laughs) So anyhow, now it's the next day. We've cooled off a bit. Esgi's getting ready. She's like extra dressed up because it's her birthday. Um, Feet Not overhears Ozgar on the phone confirming his birthday plans for Esgi. Yes. And I put, man, he looks Good in that shirt. So sorry, Giselle. Love you. I know you love your sleeveless, scissor happy stylist, but this man in long sleeves that are rolled up with a, with it like buttoned, uh, half unbuttoned halfway down his chest. I'll take that any day. I, what is it about the man cleavage where uh, you can see his sternum uh and it's all clearly defined? Uh I was like, oh my gosh, I can't, I I can't handle this. I know. He looks so good in that color. And I feel like that color could easily wash people out, but it just makes him look even more bronzed and like, Mm -hmm. delicious. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Bronzed and delicious. Thank you. Anytime. So that gold shirt is like my favorite of the navy blue one from right before is also very good. But that it's gold one, I I don't know. It just it worked. I think I prefer the navy, but it might just be because of the glasses. Mm-hmm. The, I don't know what it was about those glasses, you guys. Mm. I, I, anyway, anyway, I guess we should keep going. Yes. So, uh. Esgi gets happy birthday wish from her parents, confirming dinner plans with them again for the evening. She explains mm-hmm. that she has to be back at work by 10 p.m. They just quickly agree because they're like, we don't want to cause trouble. We just want to make sure she gets to the party. Yeah. And they, Esgur ends up meeting in the hallway 
And he like twirls her a little bit to like inspect her outfit and says, "Oh, so good." And then he tells her she's especially beautiful today and kisses her fingers. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, and his hands are so big and hers are so tiny. And- I know. I think. Yeah, I think their size difference. I don't know. Mm -hmm. There's something about it. Like when he was crowding her against that wall, clearly this was the scene for me, you guys, when they were getting (laughs) up at that elevator. Because we're backtracking to it now. Oh my gosh. Anyway, it's, this was a great episode. That's what I'll say. Mm -hmm. So they get on the elevator, Hyder's on the elevator again. And I thought we were actually going to get some elevator action, but nothing actually happens. They just get on the elevator and then that's it. Yeah. Um, so now Denise is at work. Um, she gets there. Esger gets there. But Denise actually has bad news. The license has been rejected. She doesn't know why. They're looking into right. it. Um, and, you know, it's just a bummer. So they decide to go out and chat about it out in the garden. There's more mama drama. I literally just wrote, I can't handle this anymore. So I don't really know <laughs> what happened. But let's skip it. Yeah, it doesn't really matter anyway. Yeah. They're chatting in the garden. We don't know why the license was rejected because everything's in order. So Osgur's like, this has to be intentional. I have a friend mm-hmm. I can call to look into this like, and find out what's going on. So Denise is like, that. if you have someone on the inside you can talk to, that's great. I'll do what I can from work, but keep me posted. Right. So meanwhile, Yashim is at the hotel and she's just kind of double checking everything for the party that night. And um, Sardar is all stressed out that everything's got to be perfect. And Yashim is like, hey, calm down. Everything's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of that. Yeah. So Gizem, horrible employee that she is, is like happy about the fact that the license didn't go through. Because it means Esgi won't have a job for much longer because she's hired for the new restaurant. And if the new restaurant doesn't get to open, then there's no point for her to be an employee. Like, it's just ugly. Well, and Emery calls her out because mm-hmm. he's like, you're being awfully selfish about this. What about Osgur Bay? He's put all this money into the second restaurant. Mm-hmm. You don't care about him. Yep. But then she's like, no, I do. Haven't you – can't you tell that he hasn't been happy at all since Esgi has been here? Okay. So when she says, when was the last time we saw him smile since she arrived? Someone on Twitter uh, posted that scene, but then the uh-huh. whole thread is all the times he smiled at Esgi, like, since he met her. And I love it because they're like, oh, he hasn't smiled since Esgi came into his life, huh? And then this is whole thread disproving it. Exactly. I should have written down the person's handle. So I'm sure you know who you are. Bravo. Good job. I loved that thread. <laughs> so uh, Denise leaves. Osgur gets a call that someone has prevented the license, but they don't know who yet. They'll look further into it and keep him posted. So he's upset. But mm-hmm. when he looks over at Esgi, he still smiles because he's got his plans tonight. And at yeah. least, you know, he's got, yeah, this is trouble, but he's got he's got her. So exactly. It's I sweet. have to say that I was proud of myself because I predicted who prevented it. Did you? I wrote it in my notes. Okay, because I, I have written proof, guys. I have receipts. I predicted Sardar, but. Okay. Well, yeah. it just struck me that. Even from the beginning, when Sardar was over there, and he, they kept saying mm-hmm. that guy's name. He said Tolga Bay. Uh, Yashim said they. His name kept getting yeah. brought up, and the You're fact right. that he had the magazine 
with the Bayanlish thing mm-hmm. and how Sardar was like, oh, Tolgabe, how are you connected to Osgur? Okay. And I was like, "He's this has got to be the guy okay. who's stopping the whole thing. So Good job. When, it, when the reveal came, I was like, all right, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> Good job. Um, so, you know, now Naveen and Unal are at the party – you know, before it starts, they're super impressed. They meet Yashim. The girls arrive. Mm. Everyone else starts to like trickle in. Uh, meanwhile, this is when Osgur is preparing his chest of gifts and Ozon interrupts him and teases him, which we kind of already touched on this. Mm-hmm. Um, Ozon calls him out because, you know, again, like you're someone who doesn't even think of women's birthdays and now here you are planning a whole thing for one. And Osgur's yeah. annoyed that he figured him out. So he's like denying it, but. He's also entertained by the fact that, you know. Right. So then Ezgi interrupts to say goodbye. She's going to dinner. I'll see you back here at 10 o'clock. So it's party time. Now it's party time. So I, again, like you said, Denise is like the one for this episode. Because she tells Jonsu that she has a bad feeling about this whole Mm -hmm. situation. Um, And the setup is, uh, oh, because we get a little switch to Osgur's setup and how beautiful did this look with the setup in front of the bridges I loved it oh my gosh okay if we have male listeners or even female listeners okay all even all of our female listeners if you want to set up a wonderful thing for your significant other just take a Take mm-hmm. advice from these Turk Deezies yep. because they, the parties and the little like moments and picnics that they set up on these shows are so beautiful. I know. I was like, I want this. I want, <laughs> I want my birthday to look like that. Me too. So, um, you know, Fitna and Savim are headed to the party now because, of course, they're wanting to expose Ezgi. Mm-hmm. And I just put, oi, this is going to be bad. Okay, here's what basically ends up happening. They they go to a place with a very similar name as this hotel where the party is, but uh-huh. they end up in a very wrong location. It's like a nightclub or a strip club or something Sa- really like nefarious. It's supposed to look nefarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they wind up at the wrong place. It's like goofy. Um, it's funny because there's a couple times like where I'm like, man, Fitna, I could really like you because she her like comments like, oh, look at this artist. I'm going to add him to my playlist. Like, and don't worry, I'll use a filter on your photo. Like those little comments are funny. Yes. But she annoys me in every other aspect that I can't mm-hmm. even fully appreciate those like goofy, like she's a hip old person kind of a thing. She knows how to use right. Instagram and Spotify and all that. Um, yeah. But yeah. So anyways, they wind up at the wrong place and it's, you know, that's it. Yep. So Osger, like you said, shows up at the spot. My heart, my ovaries, his outfit, it's just all too much. And um, this is when he gets the call mm. and finds out that it was Tolga who messed mm-hmm. up. Now, uh, Osger seems to know exactly who he is. Yes. And maybe even why he did it. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, where is he? I'm going to go deal with him. So there's clearly a history there. So... Mm-hmm. I think Tolga stole his woman that made him. (gasps) The way that he is? The way that he is. Oh, that's a good theory. So, anyways. Okay, there you go. All right. And that would make sense why he, why Tolga 
had the magazine and everything like that. Maybe mm-hmm. there was some sort of situation with a woman in the past and they mm-hmm. fought over her. Ooh, that's good. I really like that. Okay. So basically he's like, I'm going to find out where he is exactly. I'm going to start headed in that direction and then I'm going to go confront him. So mm-hmm. he very – don't drive when you're angry, guys. But he <laughs> angrily gets in his car and takes Drive off. angry. <laughs> Yeah, so don't do that in real life. But in DZ Land, it's okay when you're the hero of the show. Yeah. So, anyways. So now it's really party time. Now it's really party time. Because Ezgi shows up, surprise, and she looks like the most uncomfortable birthday girl you've ever seen in your yes, life. she does. She is not happy. And Yashim can tell. Oh, totally. Yeah. Of anybody, Yashim mm-hmm. is the one who... Yeah catches on to this immediately yep, yep. um and, and then sardar kisses her hand Ugh. yeah and she doesn't really know what to say mm-hmm. but except like oh thank you this is a lot it's really not necessary well and at this point she didn't know at first because she tells her parents like you did all this and they're like oh no you can thank sardar and then exactly. she's like oh crap yeah and you know he presents her with that I guess it's a pretty necklace. I don't want to be rude, but like, it's an expensive necklace. That's and it's, what we'll say. And he it's over the her. top. Yes, it's ostentatious. Right. So yeah, it's definitely ostentatious. So she's not thrilled, but she's clearly in an uncomfortable situation because he's like, "Can I put it on?" And she's <laughs> yeah. like, "Okay." Which you know, immediately I was like, "You dummy, tell him no." But also the the I would like to say I would be like, ew, no, get away from me. But in a crowd of people like that, I probably would do the thing that would cause the least attention. So Uh I'd probably have done the same thing. Like, okay, and then did what I could to, like, pull him aside privately. But, yeah, so I can't really blame her for doing what she did. I know. I thought about the same thing. Because everybody's staring at Mm -hmm. them. It's like – you, you would feel like your hands are tied. And you're going to feel like you look like this ungrateful little brat because you have this beautiful party being thrown. Mm-hmm. Eric enjoying his show. He's watching horror movies out there. Because, because I don't know. He can't ever. I, I don't know if this got picked up, you guys. But all of a sudden I hear Ashley's husband in the background like, oh, <laughs> So somebody probably just died or something. Oh, my gosh. Because his day's off. If I'm, like, recording the podcast or something like that, that's his time to watch something scary because I can't watch horror stuff with him. So he has to watch it all alone. (laughs) And that's what he's doing right now. So if you guys heard that in the background, (laughs) it's because he's watching something scary. Oh, my gosh. It just... So it just totally like <laughs> just threw me. I was like, "What the?" Heck? I didn't realize so, you were gonna be able to hear that. <laughs> so, so anyhow, um, all in all, I don't blame her. I understand why she did what she did. So it just is really crappy timing because Tolga yeah. is also at this hotel. So that's exactly where Osgur's headed. Mm-hmm. He's not even looking for Eski. He doesn't know no. Eski's there, but. As he's storming through looking for Tolga, he sees the whole necklace interaction Mm -hmm. happen with Ezgi. 
and they she actually doesn't see him i thought from the fragment she, they were gonna lock eyes at this point but they don't he sees everything and the hurt on his face Ugh. I, I know i know he's so it was giving me like not quite ek episode 16 vibes but close like he is hurt yeah and and it looks like a very intimate moment that he's seeing because uh-huh. Sardar is putting the necklace on her. She's not putting it on herself. He's putting it on her. Then he turns around and he kisses her on the cheek. It's and it's a very personal moment. Well, and I feel like he sees Oscar because he oh, definitely. flashes that evil smile. And then I said, that's what makes me want to rip his throat out. Levant sees that Osgur's there, so he runs in to try to mediate, which, yes. you know, I guess finally score one for Levant. <laughs> right. Because he's like, oh, my stomach. I need – can you help me? I'm not feeling good uh-huh. at all. And so Sardar walks in. Is a to- Sorry, there's no other way to put this. He's a complete ass. And he's such a jerk. He's like, oh, you know, she whispered thank you for such a beautiful birthday in my ear, which is clearly a lie. Yeah. And, you know – Levant tries to mediate to keep the peace. Sardar just keeps going. And he's like, thank you for your service. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, of being Esgi's mistake so that she basically knew that I'm the right one for her. And, you know, uh, again, don't condone violence, but I do condone (laughs) this because he (laughs) deserved to be punched in the mouth. And that's exactly what happens. Yep. Did you see the retranslation of this that was going around Twitter? No. I've got to find it for you. It's so funny. That's surprising. Somebody, somebody made their own translation of this, and they had Sardar telling Oscar, yeah, and you know what? My dog is way cuter than your dog. Your dog isn't cute at all. And that's when Oscar punches him. Oh my gosh. Seriously, DZ fans, listen, there's a whole sector of you that cause a lot of drama, but there <laughs> is a stuff like that. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> it's so the stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love stuff like that. You guys are so <laughs> dang creative. Seriously. <laughs> so he punches him, he nopes on out of there, and he's hurt, he's angry. Poor guy even needs to, like, take a second before he takes off. Like, Yeah. And I just want to hug him so badly. I know. Because he's finally, like, put himself out there for a girl for the first time in who knows how long. And he went all in. Mm-hmm. He was, like, willing to admit that they had a relationship. Yeah. He gets all this stuff together for her birthday. He... He, they're already talking about love. Like I know. it's this is a big deal for his character. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Esgi is clearly upset. She's telling the girls, like, "What were you thinking, allowing this?" And Denise yeah. is like vindicated, like freaking knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so she's like, "I need to go deal with this." She takes the necklace off, gives it back to uh, Sardar, and says that she can't accept this. She says, "Yeah, this is too much." And I'm very sorry if I gave you this much hope. Yeah. And, you know, yes, girl. And I wrote, bye. Because yep. she's like, I have to go. Like, she's done. And she just nopes out of there, and I'm for it. So she gets to Lagabia. 
And he's so sad. She gets there and she asks Emery, like, is he here? And he's like, yeah, he's over there. And he's sitting there nursing his whiskey. Yeah, he look he he looks like he's been drinking to oh, me. Oh, yeah. And I he feel like he's definitely a little drunky. Mm-hmm. And he's mad. I said, he's sad. He's mad. He's mad. He's mad. <laughs> Points to you if you know that reference, guys. Yes. <laughs> and if you know my drunky reference, I know Katie will know my drunky reference. <laughs> So we already know this is a recipe for something bad. So he flat out, she looks and she's like, I'm here. I know I'm a couple minutes late, but I, you know, I made it. Like, where's this big group? What's going on? And he is kind of quiet and just looks at her. Do you have this? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So he says, Ezgi, what are we doing the past two days? What are we living in? And she's like, what do you mean? He says, it's definitely not love. Oh, my gosh. I know. Stick the dagger in my heart. So he says, I think we should put an end to it before everything progresses. And twist now the dagger in my heart. And then with another twist, he says, you don't need to come back to work. Pretend to work and I'll give you payment for two months. And you can also move out. We don't need to see each other again. And she's like, that's it? And he doesn't even answer. And she has no clue why. Because she never saw him at the party. So poor Esgi literally, this is like a knockout because she was so excited. I mean, she had her own plot twist there with her party, but she got out of that. And she's been looking forward to this because this is who she wants to be with. Yes. And then not even knowing what inspired all of this in him. And she... But she turns away. She doesn't beg him. She doesn't, you know, cry at his feet. Mm-hmm. She turns around and walks out. But girlfriend is crying. She's oh, like man. on the verge of losing it on the curb there. And he's actually standing in the doorway watching her. So a part of me was like, okay, you clearly weren't going after her. Did you want to see if she was affected by this? Like, right. You know, um, so yeah. And it just ends on her little tear stricken face. And I said, okay, yeah, it's angst week for the disease we cover this week because holy crap, like they both had these horrible endings for basically what had been like wonderful content through the Uh entirety of the episode. Yeah. So, you know, ah, I I did watch both of the fragments. I don't know if you have, but. I haven't. I do have. Well, and John had tweeted something about like, don't worry, I won't leave it like this. So I have a mm. feeling we only have to deal with maybe some angst for part or most of the episode next week. Okay. Um, and I'm hoping it ends on like a good, a good note. So yeah. Um, yeah, I, that was it. I enjoyed all of the really sweet, snuggly, wolf sniffy, kissy. <laughs> we had, excellent pda this episode. yes we absolutely did so it was it was great it just mm-hmm. was those last few minutes that you're like oh like yeah just that gut punch so yeah um hopefully things will pick up next week i have a feeling again that it's gonna be it's gonna be angst for most mm-hmm. of the episode but i i'm gonna hold on to the hope i'm gonna just speak it and say like we're gonna end on a good note next week so um yeah. I like that prediction. 
So we'll find out. Uh, we'll, well, by the time you guys are hearing this, we'll find out tomorrow uh, if I'm right. Yeah. So anyhow, um, I think that's it. Do you have anything? I don't think so. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope you enjoyed the fact that we got two episodes to you online <laughs> this week. I'm just really proud of us. So. Yay, us. I'm yeah. patting myself yeah. on the back. <laughs> So, but thank you guys so much for being so understanding about our chaotic schedule and releasing. Uh, We have gotten, just in the last 24 hours since we recorded our last episode, we've gotten so many messages on Instagram or Twitter, like, just that have been so encouraging. So, like, just thank you guys. Like, people who are just, like, like, a couple of them were saying, like, I don't have anybody to talk to about DZs. Like, so... Like listening to you guys is like talking with my friends and being able to break things down. And it's so funny that that feels like such a universal thing as international DZ fans. Mm -hmm. I feel like so many of us, most of us, either have just a few people we can really talk to about it or nobody at all. Yeah. And I think that's why it can foster such a close-knit community Mm -hmm. in many ways because you're like, oh my gosh, here's this thing that I love and there's nobody that I can talk to or people make fun of me or they think that it's ridiculous or whatever because I think we've all kind of experienced that. Yeah. Like I know that you and I deal with that with people who are – close to us yeah acting like we're just like we've lost our minds because of how much we love trick yes and i mean my husband teases me all the time and he gives me crap all the time but he is super supportive like of us having the podcast he thinks it's really cool that like we have a community of people i mean yes well and i don't really mean my our husbands i mean no 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 i know i'm just saying he's totally one who teases me but he's at least supportive like i'll never be able to get him to sit down and watch an episode with me ever (laughs) Yeah. But he will always be supportive of the fact. Yeah. He will always be supportive of the fact that like we do this. But yeah, like my, my, like my mom and like my siblings think I'm out of my mind. Uh huh. Um, Yeah. My family just kind of smiles and nods at me. Yeah. Like, like, okay. Yeah. How's the podcast going? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You don't really care. I know. I know. (laughs) My, you know what? Jason's stepmom, I called her last week. To say thank you because she had helped do some decorating in our Arizona house. Okay. And so I called her to tell her thank you. And uh-huh. um, and she was asking me, like, how the podcast was going and stuff. Uh-huh. And it was funny because – and I had told her, like, it's going well and it's actually opened up a lot of opportunities. Like, we got to interview a DZ actor. And, um, you know, I said we might have something else in the works. And yeah. we, you know, met – we, you know, quote, virtually met someone who is married to a native Turkish speaker who was born there and actually teaches Turkish. Mm-hmm. And we were, we've been, you know, taking these online uh, virtual Turkish lessons. And so she was like, oh, well, say some stuff to me. Like, you know, say some words or phrases. Like, and I was, that's like the first time she showed any real interest outside in just like, of just like, how's the podcast? Okay, cool. Aww. Like, so that was neat. But yeah, like for the most part, people think you're nuts. So yeah. We've just gotten – and I think I've replied to all of them at least to, at this point of us recording. Any that I've gotten so far, I've replied to because we – I do – we love hearing from you guys and it just like warms our hearts that people like to hear us like dissect really, these truly. episodes and like yeah. enough that they want to reach out and tell us that. It's just – it's mind-blowing still and we just love and appreciate each and every one of you. So – yeah. So I hope you guys all know that. Yes. Yes. Really and truly. So uh, thank you to everyone who's reached out so far. Um, 
If you would all be so kind as to rate, review, and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform, it makes the podcast even more visible uh, to other people who might need to connect with other DZ lovers. So if you would do that, we'd really appreciate it. Um, you can also find us on all the socials at dizzy 4 dz and you can shoot us an email if you'd like, dizzy 4 dzpodcast at gmail.com. So... Uh, other than that, we will be back to you early next week with our breakdown of Senchal Kapama Volume 8. So until next time, good or shoot Post your call.